Yes, everybody, it is that time again. Time for another episode of the Hardly Millennial Podcast, where we are young, dumb, and full of... Opinions. 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 Yes, ladies and gentlemen, those are three voices you heard today. Today, it's Adam, Justin, and Matthew at you again for episode 9-0 of the Hardly Millennial Podcast. I can't believe it. Episode 90. If this was a test out of 100, we'd have an A-. minus. That's right, bitches. A-minusing this shit. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's That's definitely passing, right? That's definitely passing. Definitely. 90 days, man. 90 days into this stuff. It's been exactly three months. It feels like 190 days. It does feel a lot longer than 90. Yeah, it does not feel like we've only been doing this for three months. Good for fucking us, though. I'm proud of us. I don't think I've ever done anything for 90 days. Except, like, my boyfriend. Oh. Oh. (laughs) For 90 days. How's that working? Ooh. Sorry, I hit my microphone. How how's that working out for you? Ask him. That's we great. should have him on. I, we well, ask I him all the time. All the time. <laughs> He's like, he nah. never jumps at the offer. But you know, I'm so sure he listens day- to all of them though. I'm sure he does also because he's very supportive and he supports you and your friends. And, and he likes and shares them do. all too. That's true. So, if you're listening. Thank sir. you. Get the fuck on here. <laughs> For God's sakes, man. So uh, I was showing this to Matthew earlier today. Oh, yeah. What was it? We were so – we couldn't wait to hear Trump, Justin's Trump opinion. Made a, Trump made a boo Oh, my gosh. Did you hear about what happened this morning? No, I was at work. What okay, so oh, Okay, uh, it's a rough one. Here we go. Trump has – now definitely said something he probably no not probably he just shouldn't have said it Ooh, what is it well he, he kind of said it twice he kind of said in case it you twice. didn't hear it the first okay time before you tell me what it was on. okay i want to i want to have 20 questions uh, okay was it inflammatory on purpose do you think he was trying to get a rise or do you think he just did without trying did without trying. Ooh, I don't want to ask any more questions. Tell me what it is. Okay. <laughs> I think it definitely came naturally to him. Yeah, 100%. Which is the, kind of the ugh part. So today he was in Florida uh, for a rally. Okay. And he had made a comment that of like, what are we going to do about these immigrants coming into Florida? These illegal immigrants oh, coming into no. Florida. And somebody from the audience shouted, shoot them. And Trump started to laugh and said, only in the panhandle can you get away with that kind of stuff. Only in the panhandle. That's quote word for word. He didn't mean you will actually get away with that. It doesn't matter. It's spoken word, dude. He's the president. He shouldn't be making jokes like that. With with all the fucking controversy that's around all the Crowd things that people are saying that he said that he hasn't, and now he's finally said something that can even remotely possibly be misconstrued as something very naughty to say, Stop, shouldn't have said it, man. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, so do you think that somehow he's going to write a policy where you're allowed to shoot people? No, no. I clear – I. Just to be clear, I think he was joking. I mm. think it was just a bad joke. But what if yeah. tonight but, someone in the panhandle shoots seven immigrants and then the trial comes and he's like, well, Trump said that you can get away with that here. It's, then well, he's an idiot. Well, yeah, he's an idiot, but, <laughs> but, but the words were said yeah, and the, that's the a defense. Is, those words should not have been said, regardless of who the president is. That's that's a that's a that's a big boo-boo on Trump's part, in my opinion. Uh, okay, so here's what I will say. It probably wasn't the smartest thing to say, considering he knows how much people blow things up. Uh-huh. But I'm not taking anybody serious who tries to use that as a reason. Oh no, no, no. And and like I said, like I don't I don't think Trump's actually advocating for anybody in the panhandle of Florida or the South to, you know, shoot any illegal immigrant. But it's just the point that the words were spoken and they shouldn't have been. I mean, it's just as you said, when it comes to a professional setting, you have to listen to the spoken word and not the tone. Mm -hmm. Well, in this case, the tone is a joke, but the spoken word is definitely not. Well, he's given a couple of, um, what are they, rallies? I guess, speeches, rallies of some kind where uh, he goes, Watch, I'll say something along the lines of this, and they're going to take it and turn it along the lines of that. Mm-hmm. 
So, I don't know. I think he's kind of ready for it. And I think, look, when he first ran, right, I was not a fan like right. at the beginning because I thought that it was a... It looked to me like um, a uh, campaign really fueled by hate. Uh-huh. Um, whether we like him or not, he won. Right. And he's going to figure out how to win again. And I think he's really good at winning. Right. So, I mean, yeah, if, if I was like the person who was trying to help promote him, I'd probably be like, dude, you're not making my job well, easier. Well, but- the, the thing, well, and that's just it. The thing is, the argument right now, so on the left, we've been getting a lot of people who are saying, you know, oh, Trump's racist, Trump is this, Trump's sexist, da, da, da. And the the common response from those on the right are show me something racist. He said, show me, you know, an action where he did this or an action where we did this, which is usually followed by no evidence being able to, you know, brought up to support that. Well, that's been kind of the saving grace of all of this is Mm -hmm. no matter how much the left has been saying stuff like that, you can't go into the arc. I mean, you can, you can definitely take things he said and chop it up to make it seem like he said something that was, uh, could be misconstrued as racist, but really there was nothing that was said. Well, now that, that, that argument now is almost, I don't think that's racist. I don't think it's racist either, but it's just my point is that's what people have been saying. He said there hasn't been any audio clips of him saying anything like that. And now there's that definitely exists now. But there's still not an audio clip of saying anything that's particularly racist. I think that I think the whole thing about Mexico's not sending their best. They are sending their rapists and their, uh-huh. you know, whatever is a little bit more incriminating because he at least says the name of a country in there. Right. Um, but if you listen to what he says and you really examine it, they're not sending their good people. The people who are coming here. Okay, here's what I am saying. The people who are bad are not the ones coming in legally. Okay. Okay, the drug dealers are not getting visas. The rapists are not getting in here via work visa. Mm -hmm. Okay, these are people who are smuggling drugs. These are people who are raping people. Okay, the same people that bring drugs here are the same ones that bring people here. Okay, it's the same thing. They are smugglers of people, babies, drugs, sex slaves, whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're not coming here legally. So... He's correct. He's very correct. There but, is nothing racist about anything that he says. But in this particular case, though, if somebody from the left comes out and complains about this particular comment that was said, is that really something that somebody with more conservative values can really argue against? Isn't that something that's a little more understandable now? Of Like, okay, I, I get why you have issues with him. He shouldn't be saying stuff like this. I mean, is that something you would still argue with just get the fuck over it? Or would you yeah. find val, val, validity? Would find validity? No, their... I wouldn't find any validity in that. I think it's it... ridiculous. First off, it's not racist. Second of all, I mean, someone really thinks that someone who's going on a campaign trail is trying to somehow advocate to shoot people. No one is ever advocating to shoot people. It's the dumbest thing I've heard. And no, no, I've heard dumber things. But if someone tried to come up to me as a reason why you shouldn't be elected, I'm like, all right, you know what? Then go ahead, cast your vote somewhere else if you really are scared that Donald Trump wants people to shoot each other, idiot. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and use my brain on this one. I mean, I think you're going to lose the same people you would have lost already. Mm. And to be honest, if somebody wants to go ahead and say that, I'll just throw back in their face the stuff that we actually do have clips of. Hillary Clinton said that the most valued thing that she carries in her purse at all time is hot <laughs> sauce when she was on the, on the air at a black radio station. That's what she had to offer was hot sauce. Right. It makes me wonder if something else is going on. Like if somewhere else mm-hmm. in the world something happened or a decision was made by the president of the United States. You know, he has to make decisions all the time. I wonder if something like a smidgen controversial happened. Oh, and, he's and now he's like, well, I've already said that I could shoot someone on the corner of, you know, wall and street or whatever and get mm-hmm. away with it. And I've said plenty of things before. I can dodge the bolt on this one. Let's put the attention here. Right. Anytime that like rich people do stuff like this, it always makes me wonder, like, did something else 
happen? Like where you're trying to drive what, the attention. Yeah, away what from. what should we really be looking at? Right. And I mean, there's no way to really know until later. But just like Justin said, I mean, I agree with you, Adam, mm-hmm. that the cost to benefit ratio on this one is ridiculous right. like why would you say that there's no benefit to it and all it's going to do is cost you a bunch of heat right but i, think I there also is benefit to it but i'll wait till after you're done well and that's what i'm saying i think the benefit to it is getting the attention onto it mm. pulling the, the attention is, from something else right. you're going to give the democrats something to com- to totally point at they're going to hone in on it and they're going to really use it and they're going to write on that and they're going to make t-shirts about it and there's really nothing behind it. It's actually quite genius if he's thinking about it this way. You're like, here, let's give them something to talk about. Meanwhile, I'll talk about policy. They can sit there and bitch and complain about something that I said at a rally in Florida about shooting people in the panhandle. Right. And I'll go ahead and start spitting policy to the people that actually matter. That's what happened. Everyone's like, you know, love Trump's hate and my body, my choice. He never said he was going to get rid of abortion. So now you're you're making yourself sound like an idiot by beating a dead horse. No one's talking about taking your reproductive rights away. Right. Okay. As a matter of fact, you're allowed to kill babies much more often and much, much later now. Right. Since Trump's been in office. Why don't you say thank you to Trump for that? I mean that's that's true. I mean it's not it's Trump's not the reason that's the case. Oh, but. It, but why not? If Trump can't be the reason the economy is doing good, right. even though somehow Trump was supposed to crash the economy if he got elected, but now he has nothing to do with the fact the economy is good. Why can't you blame your newfound reproductive rights on Trump just because he was the president when it happened? Right. They are idiots. And I don't just dislike Democratic idiots. I just think that most idiots are Democratic. Or Democrats. The Democrats are not Democratic, unfortunately. Right. I, Bring it. Hashtag me too. <laughs> I, I see what you mean. I just think with... I, as somebody who doesn't like hate Trump, was just very disappointed to see him actively say something like that when he knows people are just waiting for him to say something like that you know what i mean it's yeah. just like come on man i understand you know, it's like don't be saying shit like just, that You're and all i'm saying anything. is keep your eye out in the next few days for <laughs> news about what's been going turkey on. or fucking israel or syria i bet mm-hmm. you some shit went down yeah, you think i so? think some russia's shit, fucking uh, trying to annex someone some shit's going they're sending down, in dude. more whales I man i bet <laughs> they're sending in more whales, whales. oh <laughs> shit that'll be that'll be funny if you've listened to the past podcast <laughs> A yeah, I, yeah man i'm not i'm not particularly worried about it my <laughs> eye is on the prize right now things are going good mm-hmm. the only thing getting in the way are the people that are always getting in the way schumer pelosi and you know I'm more than willing to change my mind if you would just show me proof. That's why I changed my mind from being a hairy-legged liberal that I was very proud to be to becoming a lot more conservative. There was proof that one way was better than the other. So So I love proof to show the other way. My heart exists a lot more in the headspace of a Democrat, for sure. uh Uh-huh. I run my household very like a democracy. I do. I try to make, you know, I, the people who make more pay more, the people who make less pay less. Uh You know, I try to do all that, keep it in within uh, the confines of fairness, right? Pulling your weight, doing your part, contributing. But when you're running a country, you can't run it like your household. You have to run it like, like the military. Well, there's a form of government that's run by the let's call them uh, what's the form of government that's military ran? Uh, totalitarianism is that a what, militaristic dictatorship? Is that what it's called? Well, I don't uh, mean like I that. Just, I mean well, blind justice. That, oh, okay. I was just saying that's literally what I. I don't believe this. that there should be a heart in politics. Right. You know. Keep this. emotion out of it. Yeah, well, there has no place in it. Emotion has no place in politics. Hmm. You know, so, you know, you can uh, you can argue that, uh, say, like, pro-life argument is emotional, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's, it's uh, and I'm not even 100% 
pro-life. I'm definitely believe more in a choice than I believe in the not the choice to do it. Like I said, limited government, keep them out of everybody's bodies. But it's a logistic argument. It's logistical. It's the law. When people are like, do you know what happens during an abortion? They rip out the head. They rip out the this. To me, those are not good arguments. Those are emotional arguments. But if you're not going to treat someone in a coma Mm -hmm. like they have a life, like they are life to be lost, okay? Or if you're not going to, sorry, if you're going to treat somebody in a coma like they have a life to be lost or a valuable life, well, I don't see how that's any different than something that has the ability to feel pain, its heart to be anything like that. You got to treat them like the same kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I see, I see what you're saying. That's just, I mean, that's just how I feel, um, logistically, right? Okay, um, but there's a lot of things that I don't think, the I don't feel the same about them the way that I think about them. You have to separate them, right? Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, I don't really have much of an opinion about like the abortion stuff because I just. There's too much gray area in that one for me. Mm-hmm. But what were you going to say, Matthew? You were about to say something earlier. And then Justin continued. Oh, I don't I don't remember. Oh. It's important that you remember these things because I can't stop or I'll forget. <laughs> do you want to hear your point? No, I don't I don't remember. It'll come to you in two to four minutes if it was important. So it's very possible it'll never come to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good to I don't know. know. Like I I was just like I said, it was just that comment that he said. I was just like, you should say that shit. I just don't think you should say that shit as president. I don't really have much I'll agree with you. off of that. But I'd love to know. have a president that said all the right things and made all the right laws. But of the two things, I'd rather have a president that made all the right laws. Right. This is like a side note, but it's the first thing that I thought of when you said Chuck Schumer. That guy looks like he's from a fucking horror movie, dude. Yeah. Like, he does. That man is fucking terrifying. You don't looking. think Pelosi looks like she's from American Horror Story? So Pelosi looks creepy too, but I would, but Chuck Schumer's, like, Pelosi would be in, like, a horror movie where, like, you know, like an overbearing mother goes fucking crazy and kills her family or some shit. And then Chuck Schumer would just be, like, the monster. Okay. In the movie. <laughs> I think that uh, Trey Gowdy looks like the daddy in a gay porn. <laughs> I do. I. What's going on with that guy? I feel like we used to see so many clips and stuff with him. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, owning people in court, and now you like. See oh, he has a different position. Him. What does he do now? He used to be the chairman of the committee. Whatever what, what, the prosecution committee or something. I'm not sure. I don't know exactly what he was, but they just chain. They rotate. Oh, what does he do now, though? He's just a committee member. Oh, so he doesn't lead. You know, he's not a. Because the thing is, he had a he had a, he has a background as a prosecutor, right? So he questioned a lot of people and stuff like that. But they just rotate people out, and they get mm. on different committees. So he, maybe he's on like a finance committee now or something else. I really like Trey Gowdy. I want him to run for president. I would love that. Wouldn't he be fucking Yeah, great? but I don't think he has an interest, actually. I don't think he does either, but I would love for him to run. I'd love to see him in a debate oh, with great. some of these people. I like him because he's a constitutionalist. And if I'm not incorrect, if I, if I recall correctly, I think that he is a Republican governor of a Democratic, Democratic state. state. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, and I, I think it takes someone like that... Uh, to run a country, you know, because when you're when you are representing a a state with a different political party than you affiliate yourself with, it's your responsibility to represent your state, you know, and really right. fairly do that. And the only way to do that is to be a constitutionalist. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, um, that's why here in Arizona with uh, Kristen Cinema, uh-huh. she is like one of the worst that we've ever had. Because what she what she like? I know she's elected, but I have like zero clue about any policy she's making or trying to push or well, she's not trying she's to push anything. She votes on things. So like what, what has she been doing? That's so bad for, I just haven't like noticed. Any oh, just like, for anything. example, the, the law about, um, late term abortions. What's I, I haven't heard about that. There's just a lot of decisions being made about late term abortion and things like that, whether or not it's constitutional. And she voted on the side of, the more liberal side. Right. When she's representing a state that is a lot more conservative. 
I see what you're saying. Just in general, things like that. Um, voted against the border, the mm -hmm. physical barrier at the border. Right. Um, all that kind of thing. She does. She definitely just votes on the Democratic side. Well, that that's perfectly fine, you know. But when that wasn't part of her platform when she ran, she ran as a moderate, and she ensured everybody that she would be. Um, very fair in the way that she voted and represent her state properly. I don't think she's doing that. <laughs> yeah, well, politicians are the biggest liars and hypocrites. But in other news, did you guys hear the city of Denver decriminalize uh, psilocybin mushrooms? Yeah. Yay for I Colorado. I think that's fucking awesome. So why, why do you great. think... Let's talk about this. Why do you think that's awesome? <clears throat> because... I think that like psilocybin mushrooms along with weed are a natural substance that I don't think have any chemically addicting qualities. I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't think anything natural necessarily. Should, I think all drugs should be legal. We, we've had that discussion, uh -huh. but I mean, mm -hmm. as far as like first steps, I, I think every, anything that grows out of the ground shouldn't be criminalized or shouldn't be illegal i feel that I think that's I a good you, step yeah. in the right direction that at least what it's just a city but i know washington i think is going to have it actually on their ballot to like make it legal like legal to sell and everything in washington the next election year next year so interesting okay and i think those so it should be here in like six years or so yeah you know six to, six to 15 them. years yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i mean but also uh you know, we've uh, what, what's cool about the legalization of marijuana, aside from just the fact that you can get high easier, is like, you know, what, what are we seeing? We're seeing a lot of different research going into marijuana now because it's legalized. So we're able to see the long term effects as well as the medical treatment effects that it has and things like that. Well, we are. There's been very little research, but very positive research done on anything, any like kind of psychedelics that show right. it is very healthy for the mind. It's been known that microdosing it can help people who suffer from severe anxiety or depression, you know, things like that. And now that you have a city that has decriminalized it, it opens the door more to do more kind of tests like that. And I, I think it's going to lead to, I, I think we're going to see a major like decrease in some crazy diseases in the next 10, 15 years because of this kind of stuff. Like, as like just an example of like the, what we've seen that THC and CBD does for people with Parkinson's. Okay. Literally like you're stops saying the a, shaking. you're saying a decrease in things from pot or from THC, right? But I'm, what do you mean? Because I saying, thought we were on the mushroom thing. We are, but I'm I'm comparing. He's just relating it to, um, yeah. to THC or to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just saying like an example of like how because um, marijuana is legal now in a lot of places or decriminalized in a lot of places, we've been able to see like the medical, the positive medical effects and research like for one, the Parkinson's thing. You know, we've seen videos right. of people with, you know, very severe Parkinson's disease who will take a hit of a joint and all of a sudden the, you know, their shakes go away, mm -hmm. you know, their equilibrium comes back. And, uh, and I think now that you have some place like Denver that has decriminalized it, we're now starting to just, you know, creak open the door to start doing that kind of research now and see really the kind of effects that DMT has on the body and how it can help us and help the DMT. medically. That's what's in, uh, well, psilocybin is like a – is DMT just like an umbrella term or is it a complete separate no, thing DMT from psilocybin? No, DMT is a completely different thing. Dimethyltryptophan. It, but DM there are positive <clears throat> medical effects that they found for psilocybin mushrooms. Right. And he's saying that now that it's been decriminalized – Well, like what? you'll be able I've to – I've never heard of mushroom – it's oh, I'm really? not. I'm not arguing. I'm, I'm so legitimately seeking information. I feel that I've actually heard more stories of psilocybin mushrooms – being po more positive for people in a health way than <laughs> than marijuana. I'd agree. Yeah. I yeah, I've actually I can't tell like you what? a specific person first and last name and what their disease was and what was helped, but I can tell you that throughout my life I have heard of stories of psilocybin mushrooms yeah. being very beneficial in extreme health cases. It helps it helps with a lot of people with like psychosis. So like people with schizophrenia, people with who actually do suffer from like severe depression and anxiety. 
it helps with things mushrooms like that. yes yes 100%. like the stuff we all do in college yes, yes bro yes yeah literally is that really that hard to believe yes why why because if you take them you get sick and you trip balls well so they're, they're, i don't understand how that is supposed to help you medically yeah but you're so think of okay i'm gonna relate this really awfully to um, like Adderall, if you have the issue behind it, it will help you. If you don't have the issue, you get high as balls when you take it. Does that make sense? So if you no, have an issue, because I mean, the Adderall makes sense to me. So take the same concept as that. So how do you get past the, the poison? Okay, so everyone mm-hmm. throws up and gets sick. Okay, well, so if you don't mind, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna relate this back to weed again. Right? Yeah, okay. So there, so with marijuana. There are things in marijuana, both in the THC and the CBD, that we have researched now that shows it can help, you know, things like cancer and Parkinson's and amongst other things, correct? Are we in agreement on that? Well, I don't think it helps cancer. I think it helps you go through less pain when you're when you're treating cancer. Well, we we there is research that shows that CBD uh Marijuana uh, does help shrink certain cancer cells and certain oh, okay. types of cancer. All right. But my point is, there's positive medical treatments yes. for CBD and marijuana, Most definitely, right? Yes, yes. But what can you also do with marijuana? You can also buy it and abuse it and get high as fuck off of it and mm-hmm. use it incorrectly. You know, we we talked on the 420 episode when we were talking about weed, where a big issue a lot of people make that weed gurus say all the time is people over smoke. Supposed to take like one hit right on it for the day, but everybody likes to smoke three bowls at a time. Oh, duh. so shrooms, <laughs> sure. it's the same thing when you know, going through college and doing, you know, shrooms in college and stuff, everybody just wants to get high. So it's like, oh, you have, you know, four grams of shrooms. Let me eat all of that at once. What people are doing with this and what people are arguing with this, with things like psilocybin is microdosing. So when people are going through therapies for things like psychosis, like something like PTSD or like I said, the severe depression, the anxiety, the schizophrenia, the go- taking the shrooms helps kind of relax and helps people be able, in the at least in the case of PTSD, I read a study where it helps people being able to face those things more and overcome it because it's, you know, it's psilocybin. It's reacting to in your brain. But they're not saying, you know, okay, well, you're going to eat two-eighths of it. You're going to trip balls <laughs> yeah. and it's going to help you. And the whole original point is only that now that it's becoming decriminalized, they'll be able to have more access to more medical tests mm-hmm. to actually be definitive. I mean, I'm not does against it have benefits. Or um, not. I'm yeah. not against that. Uh-huh. I'm surprised with all your reading and research that you do. Well, that you've never heard of. Yeah, I was not expecting any medical substances. They don't interest me as far as how they could be good because I personally have other ways of dealing with things. I mean, you know, acid was created originally by the government as a mm-hmm. medical drug. Yeah. It's so same idea. That's a, yeah. that's a, that changes the state of your mind similarly to how a psilocybin mushroom would. Right. But acid to me makes a little more sense. Why? Why? Because I feel that acid is a little bit more of a controlled feeling. Uh-huh. I feel that um, acid, um, if it's synthesized in a, with your mind in mind, there's a little bit more control there. Because, uh-huh. I mean, people say the same thing about ayahuasca, right? It really, it's like a journey and it heals your mind and this and this and that. I have a hard time agreeing that ayahuasca actually has a medical benefit because you go through like three days of just hell and vomiting and all this other kind of shit. So if you want to do it for the experience and you want to see what it feels like and you want to go on the journey, do it. But I don't know. I just, I personally haven't put a tremendous amount of uh, time into researching mushrooms because I do it. Well, I don't do it anymore, but I did it, I experienced it, and I know where in my life I want to feel like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's that's I'm I'm surprised. I, I mean I regular too, yeah. medicine <laughs> destroys your kidneys with prolonged use. Yes, but I'm very it against also that. fixes whatever issue is being it's being taken right. for. So it, most medicine everything doesn't fix you put you. into your body 
is in a sense a poison if you put too much of it into your body yeah so i think it's all a poison i think you should fix everything with food well i mean and I, well, food grows naturally from the ground right that's what you're talking about like regular like natural food mm-hmm. means it. so why wouldn't you want your medicine to grow naturally from the ground too i would well mushrooms grow naturally from the ground yeah but i think that's poison i think vitamin c in the form of citrus and whatever was gonna is good for depression niacin mm-hmm. in the form of whatever it grows okay in. but but i think and we've talked about this many times but i think you're like i said there's a difference between actually suffering from the psychosis of depression and being really really sad mm-hmm. if if you're really really sad and really really anxious your diet is a good place to start yes because of those things but i'm talking about people who actually suffer from this issue in their brain that oh, causes no, I this 100 percent agree with that i have read a study i've read many studies about how food heals diseases uh-huh. um there was one particular case where there was a woman who needed to have a tremendous amount of, I think it was of niacin, and a doctor told her to eat like, it was a lot. It was like two pounds of like um, a really fatty nut, wa- walnuts maybe, or macadamia nuts. Uh-huh. So this lady eats them, and she got just got huge. She ballooned, right? Uh-huh. But she was not depressed. She was not having spells. She wasn't crying. She wasn't rocking in a corner. That's what they continuously said is she would rock in corners. Um, and it was just really pathetic to watch, especially when you have children who are watching their mom rock in the corner. And another doctor told her, you know, you probably shouldn't eat that much niacin. It's probably not going to be good for your liver. Mm-hmm. So she stopped taking the niacin, right? Uh-huh. And then she was back in the corner rocking. So to me... Eat the fucking nuts with the niacin in it. Right. That's how you heal. That right there is how you heal. So well, why can't you eat the mushrooms with the whatever, whatever in it? Because we just don't know what it's called yet. Or I don't know what it's called. But with enough studies, we would figure out what it's called and know mm-hmm. how to dose it and regulate and be in control. Because of it's it. literally poison. How it so? Because po- you eat it and you vomit. I've so ne- some people drink milk and vomit. That doesn't mean it's poison. It is poison. And it's I'm confused what you mean by that because because And I've done mushrooms and yeah, I did not throw I've up when I ate either. mushrooms. No one ever got sick from eating mushrooms. I've literally watched every single person get sick from eating mushrooms. No, it's not like peyote, bro, where you eat it and you throw up and then you yeah, trip. I've, that's uh, peyote. That's what it was for me. I, I ate it, I vomited, and I tripped. Well, I've I'm thought, sorry. I don't mean to uh yeah, like, say like I don't mean to belittle your experience, but that was not my experience Nor or mine. anyone I know with it. Nor did I get sick from it. Um, oh, I did. I got very sick and the other people that I was with. I mean, but mushrooms also... are fungus. Cheese is fungus. It's not poison. Yeah, but you've... But Justin... If you cannot process it, it is poison. But you can process it. But Justin, it. to be fair too, you, you've told me some of these stories in the past and how much of it you would eat at one time, mm-hmm. which was an insane amount. You told me three-eighths one time one time i did that's 10 grams i'm not worth gonna, of but i'm mushrooms. also 10 and a half and that's a lot but i'm also not i'm not referencing that particular time okay okay <laughs> i'm just as a rule in general that's my experience you take them they taste like shit your stomach hurts sometimes you, you puke juice. i drink orange juice you're supposed <laughs> to drink orange juice <laughs> so i'm not saying you're wrong i'm saying that in my limited research and my extensive experience, uh-huh. I don't see how that would work. I'm not saying it shouldn't be decriminalized. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it being decriminalized. I think right. it, I think all of it should be decriminalized uh-huh. um, and taxed, if possible. But uh, almost definitely taxed. Yeah, you get a tax. Tax. I mean, I think taxation is theft. That's a whole nother. Right. Well, no, no. I think I, income tax is theft. I hate it. <laughs> Well, no, no, and I'm not. I'm not trying to attack you on it. I just, I just find it strange that you would think that something that alters your mind in such a positive way mm-hmm. would you would consider something like that. I don't know, a poison. I don't. I wouldn't consider that poison. It's not something that I've. I mean, as somebody who's had food poisoning before, you know, I've definitely have never had that even if you do have the experience of vomiting after you eat it and then tripping balls afterwards you're not waking up the next morning with a fever a headache oh no sort of stomach i agree i agree um i'm not i didn't say that either but 
to me, I find that, like, for example, mm-hmm. chemotherapy. Right. I think it's horrible. Mm-hmm. I, I think too. I think that that it is poison. Mm-hmm. Well, that is you're correct. That is yeah. poison, and <laughs> literally the the scientific method behind it, the medical method behind it, is to you literally saturate your body with poison, yes. hoping yes. that along the way you hit some of the cancer cells. <laughs> exactly. So we're all in agreement that chemotherapy <laughs> is absolutely 100 percent poison. But Even it's the medicine. It's, poison. it's medicine. It's a medical treatment. Right. Okay. So, but. So that's exactly my point. I think that it's poison. You're literally poisoning your body. I don't understand how that's going to fix something over adjusting your diet. Well, if you research it, I'm sure you will understand. Well, I thought I'd get a little bit of insight, but we can move on. Well, I mean, to be fair, I just haven't, just from the little bit of studies I've read just, you know, through the years, you know, is what I've told you from my current research on it. I just think comparing something like like chemotherapy to something that literally makes your hair fall out you mm-hmm. know, because you're putting it in your body and something like shrooms comparing those two is just kind of too much of a stretch. I'm just saying I, they're both medicine apparently mm-hmm. and they're both poison. Well, I mean, that's how shrooms I have a hard work. time saying chemo's medicine. It's a medical treatment. It's not medical medicine. It's, yeah. it's not medicine. It's poison. Right. It, even the doctor says, we're going to poison you now. Like, right. this is, well, that I use is, medicine is as a poison. broad term because, I mean, really you can consider a lot of the pills out there as just poison you know, that people take. But we call it medicine, right? Yes, but it's absolutely. Re- but it's really poison. Absolutely. That well, that, that's but when point. you take that's Tylenol, your headache goes away. Right. You poisoned yourself. Right. You fucked your kidneys up, but your headache's gone. Right. So that's my point. If you're suffering from maybe not a headache, but mm-hmm. extreme uh, um, schizophrenia, right? Maybe it's worth it to throw up when you eat these shrooms, and then it takes your schizophrenia away. Right. You, that's the whole point of medicine: is that they all have side effects, but you only take the ones where the side effects aren't as bad as what you're treating it for. Right. Yeah, and, that, and that's right. my point. My, that, all my point was was just my I, reason well, I, why I, I call it chemo medicine. It's just because, well, we consider anything medicine, even if it's poison. You know, opioids are considered all, all, medicine. All medicine has side effects. <laughs> yeah. Anything you put in your body has a side effect to it. Yeah. Well, I do my best to not take any medicine ever. Mm-hmm. I just I think that everything that we need to heal our bodies is in our bodies and on this planet. Like shrooms. Yeah. No, I totally natural. Yeah, but you know, fucking uh, oleander that'll kill you. That's on the that's in the world too. I wouldn't take oleander if it made me. I don't know when honestly, when it comes to things like that out there, that you know, like oleander that is poisonous that will you know kill us. I I truly think there are benefits to it. You know, or maybe not all of them, but there could possibly be There's a compound benefits. in there that is the, that exactly. is killing us. And that compound can be studied and then used in whatever way yes. that you find it's going to be able to use. Exactly. For. And that's my point. Yeah. Yes. And I'd argue the same thing with like, it's the same thing with weed. You know, the THC is the stuff that gets you high. The uh-huh. CBD is the stuff that does not get you high, but helps with medical treatments. Mm-hmm. I would argue that the same thing exists in psilocybin mushrooms. We can, pr- there's probably compounds in there we can extract that will help with the type of issues that you're having. Or you can just, you know, do the recreational route and just get fucking stoned off of bit mm-hmm. but i don't know to to say that to i and i understand you haven't done research and i understand that i haven't done a lot of research either but just as far as making a guess as to whether or not it could be something that's considered medicine or not i just think it's something that i would consider medicine before i consider poison i thought that the the whole way that it works is by poisoning you first i why why are we Let's continue on. Uh, oh, it's almost dead. It's almost <laughs> oh, dead. no. Google's almost dead. I got my phone. We'll oh, we have another Google. Medi- what should we look up? Medical benefits? Of uh, well, first, first you want to know sure. how, how these mushrooms work. Because I'm pretty how sure they poison mushrooms you first. get you high? Get you high. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, while you do that, <laughs> I was gonna say, talk amongst yourselves. I'll look this up. Whew. Well, that was very much a. Uh, <laughs> that was interesting. I feel like we all agreed the whole time. That was like the most roundabout agreeing that we could have done. 
Well, I think we're all agreeing that it should be decriminalized. Yes, we all agree on that. But I think it's kind of like weed as medicine, right? I know that there are a lot of medical benefits to marijuana. Um, I've seen them with my own eyes. I've seen documentaries. I know people who who have dealt with them. But it's definitely um, abused far more than it's used. Absolutely. So when people are fighting for the use of it, you know, it's very few people are fighting for the opportunity to use it to heal themselves. I mean, I would agree. I know people who use pot as a means of calming anxiety and things like that. But it's been proven that excessive marijuana use actually can cause psychosis and make psychosis significantly worse. So if you're going to see it on one side, just take accountability for your actions and just be honest as to why you're using it. You know, get real. You know, it's like those people who say that they have gauged ears because they're Native American. Bitch, please. Just say <laughs> you exactly wanted like that, to put it on. No, it's, <laughs> it's just like, just say you want to get high. Just I, say I, you just wanted stretched out earlobes. I feel you. I mean, don't you feel like you have to... Um kind of word it a certain way in order to get the legislation through though to get the laws oh, through well, of course you have to like, show to, studies to and everything shine it like in that. more of a of a health light of a, me- a medicinal light well gets no one's, it passed a lot no one better. is getting no one is trying to make it legal so everybody can get high um because well, I mean, that's just not how you're going to get it you know passed right right so, so i mean that's probably why they shed so much of that light on it but like really, if I met somebody who sat at home with a bong between their legs all day, watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and ate Top Ramen, and they're telling me that they think the pot should be legal so people can have medicine, I'm going to look at them like, oh, you think I'm an idiot? I'm watching you. <laughs> Just take accountability. Say, look, I like to smoke pot. Okay? It's like when people get upset about umbrella statements. It's like pot makes you lazy. Well, I'm sorry. Pot makes you fucking lazy. I've I mean, never met someone who smokes pot smoke I that I really admired for their ability to just get up and go and really make something of themselves. And thank God they smoke pot because now they can do that. Usually yeah, you're somebody usually. who goes from job to job. You're generally somebody who you were going to go do this, but then you got high. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, going to finish I, this podcast, but then I got high. No, I, I, I have the answer, by the way. Oh, we'll let's he- okay, let's hear. What okay. do we got? Are psychedelic mushrooms safe to consume? Even though psilocybin mushrooms are not poisonous themselves, it is very easy to accidentally ingest a poisonous genus and suffer the consequences. Genus. This genus and suffer the consequences. This is only one of the reasons, however, why this particular drug is still dangerous to consume. Taking these substances can cause severe adverse reactions in the form of a quote unquote bad trip. This can lead to frightening hallucinations, panic, terror, depression, agitation, dissociation, <laughs> severe paranoia. Yeah, well, if it's going to be your first time doing shrooms, do it with friends. Folks. Yes. <laughs> Even for some who do not experience flashbacks, these experiences can haunt them for the rest of their lives. Uh, abusing psychedelic mushrooms can lead to dangerous and violent acts such as suicide, homicide, accidental fatalities, and suffer mutilation. There is no way to know whether or not you may experience a bad trip and what it uh, may lead you lead you to but again this is only if the shrooms that you are consuming are of a poisonous variety so they're typically not poisonous but sometimes a poison one gets slipped in there so i've gotten a poison one 100 of the time oh well i'm sorry to hear that because that i 100 of the time yeah i've never not. gotten a poison one. I, I literally <laughs> vomit every time <laughs> I'm too old for it now. I'm never doing that ever again. I'm not going to say I ever regret doing it. Uh Um, I had a lot of internal exploration, I guess what I'm going to say. You know, time to get to know myself and things. But, like, I never wanted to get in shape until I did shrooms. And I thought about how much more I deserve and how – because when you're on shrooms – you can't imagine ever not being on shrooms. Like, this is me now. <laughs> this is me now. Yeah. Okay. 
this is me now. Exactly. So when you're on shrooms, when you go through that, you just think about how amazing everything would be if you really just loved every little bit of part of yourself and you decide, I'm going to love every part of myself. Well, that's what I went through. And then, yeah, that was the first time I was ever like, yeah, I really need to get this together. I really need to make sure that I, I start taking care of my body. Get my shit together. And that's when I was healthiest. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, we'll do more research on the shroom stuff and revisit that topic. But what were you guys talking about with weed? I was like reading at the time. But... Oh, just talking about that. The, this is the regular argument of. Uh, oh, if it makes it if, easier now. Well, that uh, more of just take accountability. Just be real about it. I'm not an idiot. If you tell me that uh, weed does not make you lazy, uh-huh. okay, and you are sitting there with a bong between your legs mm-hmm. watching Rick and Morty right. and, uh, you know, pounding Great down job. rows of Oreos, <laughs> and you were supposed to do this, but you didn't, and so-and-so, see, and you're not going to convince me. See, and I agree with you, and I, I have a lot of arguments with people who try to say, you know, well, it just depends on the person. Duh, duh. Wrong. And... Yeah. Fight me. And that's that's always that's always kind of my response too though, just because I've done research as to how THC affects the brain and just by the nature of how it affects the brain, it makes you not want to do anything because it's giving you something that your brain already craves that it gets from being productive. It's a depressant. Yeah. It's, it doesn't make you depressed. It's not what that means, but right. it's not a upper it's, it's a, a downer, it's a downer. No, it's a yeah. it do, but it does heighten a lot of experiences so uh-huh. if you're someone say you're really fit right uh-huh. you're really fit delicious. and you're mm. gonna go on a hike or something okay well you can you can afford to be a little delayed if you're somebody who's very fit and very sharp anyway right so if taking a smoking pot on this hike brightens color and makes you feel really calm and soothed inside that's great you know see and i think that's where the argument comes in of people saying oh well it doesn't make you lazy because you're right there are people there are very active yeah, but people those active who hikers who are doing that don't smoke every day well well i would argue that some of them do smoke every day but the thing is though it's it's the it's the matter of being active so like for example the you use the hiking while high uh, right. example right so if i were planning on going hiking one day and i sat there you know just with like me and a friend or just maybe by myself and before i was going to do that at home i like smoked a joint right and mm-hmm. got super high my chances now of probably going out there and hiking is Have now plummeted. very low. absolutely now yes. what i think people do see from people who do that is like now, if I'm like, okay, me and five friends are going to go hiking and five friends come over, you know, and a few of us smoke, we and a couple of us. Well, the plan that day is to go hiking. And I've been, even been in the situations, where those group situations like that, where after I smoke, it's like, oh, well, I don't want to go do this now, but that's what we're doing today. So we're going to go do it. And you kind of just, you know, force yourself to go it was out like there like a group obligation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that's what ends up. That's where this argument comes in of like, Oh, well it doesn't affect everybody like that. It's like, well, yes it does. Cause you know what? I've gone high and have been productive days too, but it's really something you kind of have to force. Yeah. You know, you know, what's interesting is the person who's going to get angry about you saying that weed makes you lazy is usually not the ripped guy who's making six figures and whatever. They're going to go, no, nah, weed totally makes you lazy. Okay. Right. As long as you're, you know, the, I'm just going to put out a lot of stereotypes, but <laughs> as long as you're the fat pimply guy who can't hold a job living in the mom's basement, right? okay, who plays, you know, video games as a serious, passionate hobby, mm-hmm. you know, uh, couldn't care less for social interaction, right. and your best friend is your, you know, hamster, uh-huh. okay, <laughs> I'm probably not going to take you serious. Right. I feel you. Well, and I, I always use the argument, too, of like, even if you do truly believe, you know, in the pit of your stomach that it does just depend on the person and it doesn't affect everybody like that. But let's say you yourself are somebody who smokes a lot, you know, and maybe you're not happy where you're at in life or whatnot. Just as you've said before about diet, mm-hmm. you know, when worse comes to worse, you know, a good place to start is diet. And I would argue 
argue with if you find yourself in a position where you're not where you want to be in life if you're not if all of a sudden you find your motivation and ambitions are suffering for whatever reason well a good place to maybe start just to rule it out is quit smoking pot. Absolutely. You know, and if you quit smoking pot for eight months and you find out that you're just as unmotivated and lack just as much ambition, then fine. I'll fine. It's not the weed for you. Great. If I, I don't but, think anyone has ever had it to admit that they were wrong in that situation though. Yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure every single time if you stop smoking weed every day, mm-hmm. your ambition level is going to go up. Yes. I'm, I'm willing to actually bet money that, Every time that will happen. I agree. I agree with you. Say, you know, if I am uh, (laughs) dating somebody and they are lazy, Uh I don't care if it's because they smoke weed or if it's because they're just a lazy person. Uh If I'm dating somebody and they're very active, I do not care if they smoke weed. And I love that they are active. Uh But if you smoke weed and you are lazy... And you're trying to tell me that smoking weed is not the reason that you're You're lazy not going to convince me. At all. Right. I agree. That's where I'm at with it. Okay. I'm always That's going, it. if you try to tell me that you're like not happy with your life or whatnot, well, like I said, the first thing I'm going to suggest to you is, well, quit smoking weed. And if you give me the excuse of like, well, why? Why is it? The, the point is it can't hurt. You know, if you really want to get yeah. out of any rut that you're in, aren't you going to be willing to try anything and you can? wouldn't you be excited to prove to people how wrong they are? That's a good point. Or are you yeah. maybe a little worried that they're right and yeah. you don't want to give it up and then see how much better you're doing? I didn't even doing. think about that, but that's a very good point. But you should be jumping at the gun. Let's prove it to that everyone. That is where the defensiveness yeah. comes from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. That yeah. is where people start to get really, really angry. Okay? Mm-hmm. Just... Admit that right now in your life, mm-hmm. okay, because I know a lot of people like this. I work with them, uh-huh. okay. Um, just admit that at this point in your life, it's not a change that you are willing to make. Mm-hmm. You depend on it emotionally, and right now it's not worth getting it together because you're in a place where you can do that right now. Yes. Okay, just admit that because I think that, yeah, like you, loser. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was talking to Matthew. <laughs> just throw me under the bus. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, my life. <laughs> so, and I think that's admirable. As long as you're someone who's going to do that. You know, I, I personally, I can wholeheartedly admit that I have an addiction to food. Mm-hmm. When I have the addiction under control, I look Great. (laughs) When I do not have the condition under control, I look like I look like now. Right. I admit that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think that's really admirable. I admire myself for being able to say, I'm fat because I eat. It's nobody's fault. Uh I put the food in my mouth. Okay. So, therefore, when it's time to really make a change and I am ready for that, I'm not feeling too lazy because... You are fat because you are lazy and you do not feel like doing that. Unless you have some bizarre disease where your fat cells just grow at an astronomical rate. Thyroid problem, whatever yeah. it is. Which yeah. most of the time you don't. Yes. Yeah, most of the time it's not. I'm <laughs> Like literally a lot, a lot, a lot of the time you don't have If someone problems, tells me yes. I have a thyroid problem and that's why I'm fat, you but you're putting don't. down a caramel frap in the morning and that's your cup of, you know, yes. coffee. What? Yes. Then it's not your thyroid. It's probably it's not, not your thyroid. thyroid. See, and no. that's that's a great analogy. Prove to it to me that it's not. Yes. Is my thing. Stop that's... drinking the frappuccino. Let's exactly. see if you don't slim down. And that's a, that's a great analogy to go back with like the weed thing of just as you said. You yeah. Know, if you're complaining how fat you are all the time and then every morning you're going to get a caramel frappuccino, well, you know, that I'm not going to believe that you're doing everything you can well, if you're complaining that your job sucks and your car sucks mm-hmm. and you don't like where you're at in life and you're depressed and you don't have a girlfriend, but you're smoking weed every single day. And you spend $1,000 a month on thing. it. Yeah. Well, then you're just like the person who's overweight drinking the caramel frap every morning. Well, and the thing with weed, too, is like you guys had mentioned earlier, you know, it, it, would you guys say it's an enhancer? Like it enhances things. It can right? be. You know? Yeah. So. I, I, I think it does that on an emotional level too. I've, mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of people who are 
you know, DMT enthusiasts and who are, you know, weed enthusiasts and, you know, amongst other things. And I've listened to a lot of pop heads talk about where they got to a point where they were like, I have to quit the, the weed. And it wasn't because they, you know, felt that the weed was necessarily causing their issues, but just as we were saying, it wasn't making it any better. Right. If they were already at a place in their life that was more of a down than an up and you're smoking weed all the time, well, it's going to enhance that. And I feel like it's going to put you at more of a down. But if you're at a it, really it good perpetuates place in your an life, unhealthy yes. lifestyle is what it does. If you're already living an unhealthy lifestyle and then you start smoking weed on top of it, you're going to be more unhealthy. Yes. I've, I've never gotten high. I've never smoked weed and said, man, I really want to go fry up some asparagus and just <laughs> eat keto today. Right. No, you get high and you want cookies and cake and ice cream. And you I want something. Sit around, or a hamburger. Or, yeah. And for the sake of not being crucified, let's just say I'm sure there is somebody out there who loves sauteed asparagus when they're high okay <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure y'all exist hashtag me but too would, if you like you know sauteed asparagus but i when would you're high. but i would argue <laughs> but i would argue that those are the people who are already at a good point in their life so they can afford to smoke weed because it's just going to enhance that because there's a lot of weightlifters for example who love to get high before going to the gym and work out for three hours for sure you know so it's but it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, I even have friends who have who would be on the defensive every time this conversation would come up and would talk about, you know, oh, well, it doesn't do that to me. It keeps me active. Da, da, da. And now I talk to them and, you know, and they'll tell me like, oh, yeah, I, I'm uh, laying off the weed for a little bit. I've just decided it's not right for me right now. It's making me. So it's like these are people who were always on the defensive about it. And now after years and years of doing it, they're realizing like, oh, nope, I got to stop it. You're, everyone's an advocate of what they are into. Yes. And so just to make something... your hobby, you're going to be an advocate of your hobby. Mm -hmm. right? To make something very, very clear, it is not wrong to assume that a fat person has a bad diet. Right. It is not wrong to assume that somebody who has very few aspirations in their life, who is a pothead, is that way because they smoke pot. Right. That is not wrong. That is actually an intelligent observation. And it is not wrong to have an opinion, okay? Mm -hmm. um, it's wrong to rule out the possibility that they don't fall into the exception category, right. okay? But you can't be mad at somebody and for the, assuming. And the whole point of an exception category is that 99% of the other ones don't have that. It's right. it's an exception because it's usually not the case. Right. So that one guy out there who's a ninja warrior and smokes weed every hour on the hour, uh -huh. he's an exception. You're not him. Right. I'm not him. You're not him. No one you know is him. That's why he's an exception. And just like you said, it's if if you don't if you feel you don't fall into that category, well don't argue with me about it. Just prove me wrong. For sure. Sh show me that you're active every day and stoned every minute you do it. And if you, you know? don't want to prove it, that's your prerogative and it's not wrong. Mm -hmm. But it's not wrong to assume that that is your problem there's there are exceptions my boyfriend's an exception he doesn't like to to burn pot right it's not his thing right he is a lot more into what is the inhaler the, the vaping vaping it uh -huh. okay and he uses it like an inhaler when he's like Strung out, not strung. What's a high strung? strung. High strung. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, very, very bad. But he's feeling anxious. Very different thing. Feeling anxious or anything like that. And I can tell you one thing: if we're going to some place where there's going to be lots of people or lots of change, uh -huh. I'm like, did you bring it? Because I'm not trying to fuck with this today. Okay, <laughs> I want to make sure that you have access to that if you need it. Right. Okay. You know, very thin. Type little body, gets up every morning at 4.30, makes sure that he has his ducks in a row, early to pay everything. Okay? I find very him to be... Very good with money. Very yes. good with money. I find him to be a great um, exception. I am proven otherwise. I wasn't, I wasn't keen on dating a pothead, but to me, he's a functional weed user. So... 
I'm curious though, because so I agree with you. I, I think your boyfriend is, is very, you know, not active in the sense of uh, exercise, but just active as far as productive, like, productive. Right. Yeah. He's very productive. So do you think that his productivity and ambitions would go up more if he was not smoking weed? I do not think that because what he experiences when he has no access to it is very counterproductive. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you have to meet people in the middle. I don't always understand exactly what it is, but now there's a trust there. So what I have seen is there are episodes that will ruin the rest of a day where he would have otherwise been able to be very productive. I see. Okay. Uh, he's not one of those people that has ever experienced. I've ever seen him say, I was going to, no, no, but then I got high. Okay. I, I, I've never seen that before. Uh-huh. And there's a time and a place for that. I mean, I'd be ridiculous to say that I have never. Da, 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 then I got high. Okay. We've all done that. Yeah, yes. totally. Um, and I don't, I don't judge that. Mm-hmm. But. If the, you know, lost the job, quit school, right? you know, stopped, you know, cutting his hair, didn't keep a firm body for me because that's important, <laughs> okay, <laughs> then uh, we'd probably have an issue. And that's right. probably where I want to start because at this point I'm kind of invested and then I'm not sure I could just walk away because he, you know, hit the weed a I little I feel more. like you're only one job loss away from being exactly what you just described. Who is? I am? Yeah. What were the four things you said? Lost your job, dropped out of school, cut your hair, and didn't keep a nice tone. No, body. those are my requirements so, for him. Those are uh, not his well, that's requirements. Unre- for that's me. unrealistic. No, it's not. That's not realistic at all. I have a certain level of requirements for someone that I date. I don't. I didn't say I have to follow any of those. <laughs> and that's it. my stipulation. You want to date me? You have to follow my rules. He wants to date me. He follows my rules. I follow his. He just has different rules for me. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> the uh, another thing with uh, weed also is, and regardless of like, and this is putting the argument aside on whether or not weed makes you lazy or active or what have you. It's one thing I've realized about weed that bothers me a little bit. You know, and I'm a hypocrite a little bit when I say this, but. It takes away, I feel, the authenticity of somebody. You know, when, when you're speaking to somebody who's high all the time, regardless of how weed affects them. It makes me think of the commercial with the girl who's sinking in the couch. Oh, the dog's the, like, amazing. I just, I now. want my friend back. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what? There, There is some truth to that. A, l- a little bit. To, to where it's like, if, if you're hanging out or talking to somebody who's high all the time, you know, not saying you can't get along with that person when they're sober, but my point is, but that's that's just, that's high Justin. That's yes. high Matthew. That's high Adam that you're dealing with all the time. You're not dealing with actual Adam or actual Justin or actual Matthew. Yeah. Because THC does change the way the brain acts at that particular moment when you are high. So even if it does make you active or if you're able to stay active while you're on weed, I would just argue that you're you're taking away something from every not only everybody else but from yourself. I think it stops you from learning about yourself, from learning about, you know, your own flaws and uh the positive things about yourself, things you need to work on or want to improve on or focus on. And I think weed fogs all that up for you. You well, know, I'm going to give you the counter argument. Unless the doctor from, tells you to do it, then the it's totally okay. Yes. Oh, if the doctor do- tells doctors you, are the biggest drug dealers of everybody. Then you could totally do it because he has a license. Okay, so the counter argument to that <laughs> is going to be, well, if someone has tremendous amounts of stress or tremendous amounts of anxiety, uh-huh. um, then you don't actually know the real person. And if they smoke weed... It's going to take the edge off and maybe you get to know the real person. But my... But who you are when you have no substances affecting your brain is the real you. Yeah. That is you. Regardless. It's natural you. So right. if you have anxiety when you have nothing affecting your brain, then you are Joe Schmo, the anxious person. And I would argue the, the psilocybin mushroom argument again of... 
oh god, I just lost my train of thought here. But like when we were talking about how you instead of taking shrooms to help with an issue, your argument was, well, why not focus on diet? Well, I could use that same argument with weed mm-hmm. then, where if you're having issues on it and you have this anxiety and stuff with uh, when you're not smoking weed, well, isn't it better to face those problems head on sober and try other means of taking care oh, of it? absolutely. That has been a big uh, topic of discussion oh, between okay. uh, I'm not, I'm no hypocrite. Trust uh-huh. me. I practice what I preach. And uh, let me just say this one thing. Okay. When someone has historically their entire lives had a very poor diet, mm-hmm. it's very hard to convince them that diet may be the reason to fix it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It, uh, even, even as I was even somebody when the only reason why I got really into health at one point at all was because you, Justin, started to go on a diet, mm-hmm. which at the time I was just like, okay, whatever, fine. You know, Little did he whatever. know, I got rid of everything in the house that was not compliant. So whether yes. he liked it or not, he was on a I diet saw too. I was on the diet also. <laughs> and Justin would always make these large amounts of food that I would just eat because it was there. And all of a sudden I started to feel the, all the differences that Justin claimed that the diet would help with. You know, and I mean... I would Maybe just... people don't say it just to be a shithead asshole. Maybe yes. people say it because they really do love you and yeah. are caring and want to help you. And yes. it's a bummer because I wish <laughs> that I could just demonstrate that kind of strength all the time and lead by example. But I am human. Yes. Probably our biggest flaw. <laughs> How human <laughs> we are. Yes. Absolutely. Speaking of, I'm fucking hungry. Yeah, yeah, dude. I me feel too. like I've talked like uh, well, myself we are, right we are over time, so this is probably a good place to wrap it up. But it was this is a good this is a good conversation. I'm glad we had. I always love talking about drugs. Is, 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 <laughs> well, there's a There's a lot of ways to treat the conversation and a lot of directions to take well, it. I think it makes just, for a good one. That's just it. And yeah. just a final note. One thing Matthew and I were talking about when we did our 420 episode is, I mean, we surprised ourselves. It ended up being more of a PSA as to why not to smoke weed than it was about yeah, smoking we weed. We went into it thinking we were going to just tell stories of when we were high, yeah, right? And, and it ended up being, you know, just that, a PSA as to like yeah. maybe why you should say and think it and I think those conversations are important to have because right now we live in such an age where I understand that it, weed kind of needs to be glorified right now in order to make it legal on a federal level because that's kind of the end game here with all of this right. so I totally get that but when you glorify something so much like that it's people start to sit there and go oh well there's absolutely nothing bad about it well, that's not true. There is stuff that's bad about it and it has to be talked about because everybody is different. And if you truly want to better yourself, maybe getting high every day is not the way to do it. Just like drinking. Just, <laughs> Just like, like anything drinking. that you can do in moderation. Everything folks. in moderation. Except balance. masturbating. You can do that every do that single day. Five and be times fine. a day. Super All the time. Um, I think that's probably another conversation. And I really think that we should have it. I, I speaking from experience, I very much agree. You know what? <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys another time for that one. And we'll talk about jerking off. We'll talk about jerking off next time. <laughs> bye bye, guys. Oh, hold oh, on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> I almost forgot. <laughs> the ending. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast, everybody. Remember, you can follow us on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're all on there. Probably don't follow us on Twitter. We're not on there much, but follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you. We appreciate it. Remember, we also have a Patreon. You can visit www.patreon.com forward slash hardly millennial. Thank you very much. And any final thoughts, Justin? Porn. Hmm, any final thoughts, Matthew? Uh, okay. See you tomorrow. Bye. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs)